you hear the house shake and a little bit of a loud thud or a crash noise followed by footsteps coming up from the basement how was that you look and you see Gaz and Talvin aren't talking at all but they are smiling and they seem to be fairly relaxed you continue to hear footsteps you see the door handle turn Dorthan you even see the kind of locking mechanism right the magic that Gaz had put on it you can see that field dispel well this is either a really strong enemy or it's somebody that they know Judging by their behavior, I'm hoping it's the latter. Same. The door opens, and in walks a average height man, somewhere between 5'10", 5'11", decent build, dressed to the nines in a gold and black suit. He's elven. You can see the tips of his ears. He's got blonde hair, gray eyes, not like, like strikingly gray, not muddy, but almost like clouds, bright. They almost stand out in his face. If everything else about him wasn't so over the top, it would be hard not just to focus on his eyes. You see him walk in and close the door behind him. <sighs> well... Like the Evoco, we first in best dressed. Am I right? What's going on, Gaz? Talvin? Everybody? Oh, pardon me. I know it's rude for me uh, to not introduce myself. My name is Matthias. I am the leader of the Evoco. Matthias? Like, Aetherborn Matthias? You're going to see his eyes look at you very intently. And then Dorthan, he's going to disappear. The hell? Don't and think reappear behind that. you. Now, where did you hear a thing like that? Dorthan just kind of jumps and spins around. Well, from those guys back in the keep where we arrived, they were talking about their leaders and mentioned a third one named Matthias. Well, I am Matthias. And I am the leader of the Avoco. I don't know about Aetherborn. It's an interesting turn of phrase. That said, I would like to welcome you to our presence. And I hear from Gaz that you had quite the day yesterday. Aiming a little bit more than the rest of us. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, come now. Aemon, is it? Don't be shy. I know this whole process has got to be extremely disturbing for you. At every turn. Nothing is what it seems, now that you're here on the mainland. Uh, very much true. So I'm feeling rather lost lately, actually. So that's uh, pretty much hit the nail on the head. You seem kind of look you over. Amen. You, were you, a, were you a cleric in the Order of Altaria? 
Yes. Ah, um, that makes sense. I can see why this be hitting hardest for you. Your whole life, they teach you that you're going to come over here to great fanfare and to be able to serve the ruling court, only to find that really you're chosen to become a, well, somewhat of a freak and serve someone of two not nice people. Not sure what to believe anymore. As a cleric, much of what I've been able to do stems from my belief in the harvest and uh, the good that it does. But now, I don't know. Well, let me enlighten. So you brought over all these lovely little items and trinkets, even some livestock, some horses, all of those things. Can I let you know the most devastating part first? You, dwarf. What's your name? Dorthan. Dorthan. You look rather sturdy. What town are you from? What was your occupation? Well, I worked with my family in the forge making armor. Mm. This is going to be most disturbing for you. Buckle up. All of your manufactured goods, everything, I do mean everything, gets broken down into its most base materials. All the metals sent directly to the smelter, everything melted down. Uh, some of the, the wine, it depends on the vineyard. Sometimes we keep it, sometimes they just throw it straight back over the wall. Livestock is at least distributed amongst the folks in Pontim. There's a nice feast that typically happens now. If they weren't mercilessly hunting you, there would be a celebration in the streets. It'd be a big feast day. It's actually quite nice. I like coming around here this time of the season. But the harvest itself really is a harvest for you. You four in this room, you're the most valuable thing in the harvest. Do you happen to know why? Take but a guess. Dorthan just, he, he looks visibly, you know, ill just hearing all of these things. Why, why does it matter? What's the point of everybody doing these jobs if all of our hard work just goes for naught? Very insightful, Dorthan. What's the point indeed? See, I've asked myself that. Many, 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 many years is all of this continues to go round and around, season after season, harvest after harvest. What's the point? You know what the sad truth is? Even I don't really have an answer. What I do know is that your life on Stockcroft, the menial tasks that give your entire life's purpose serves as a function for you and your families to be at peace. If I had to put my finger on it, that's what I would say is the point, is to keep Starcroft peaceful. Now, it's a curious question. As you no doubt have already seen, things here on the mainland are not so peaceful. Quite the opposite. The mainland is constantly in turmoil. 
skirmishes at every turn, at every town. Creatures, <laughs> the likes of which you've never imagined in your darkest nightmares, roam the forests, swamps, plains, mountains. And let's not even get started about the creatures in the mists. Ooh, let's not forget about those. Did you see one across the bridge? I hear there's always one that's always trifling with the walls. I wish I could forget about them. Oh, Master Cleric, I pray that you do not, as you will need it to temper the rest of the horrors that no doubt will befall you the longer you're here on the mainland. And I mean this sincerely. I hope all of you are here for many, many years to come. Some are not so lucky. But I digress. The most important thing about the harvest is you. The reason is you are indeed special. To be chosen, to be able to accept the gifts, to be enhanced is very special. The problem, and you see my problem with all of this, is the fact that there's no choice in any of it. The Chosen come across with a harvest, the Chosen are made to go through the ritual, the gift manifests itself, and then the Chosen just go to either Devor or Desikra, and are trained soldiers destined to fight each other on the field of battle. And I grow so weary of this cycle, as do many of the Chosen. Look at Gaz, look at Talvin, there are others. You want to know about the Avoco? I would like to tell you. I would like to tell you so much more. I first must make a request of you. I need your commitment to the Avoco. I know that might seem extreme, but you must understand what I'm doing here is dangerous. There are other people besides yourselves that are involved. You already know about Gaz. You already know about Talvin. Gaz is actually an underground agent here. She's here full-time in Pontine. She's able to keep tabs on what's going on, about the comings and goings of other chosen from both Devor and Desikra, the politics of Pontine, which are very important. And you know about Talvin, who is extremely skilled. Speaking of which, let me take a look at your wounds, Talvin. Well, j just give us a couple minutes to discuss this. So... I think I know that we're all on the same page, but we probably just need to verify this before we make any commitments. Oh, of course. Take your time. Talvin, come here. And you see him grab Talvin's kind of stump of an arm. He was kind of cut off mid-bicep. And right now it's just bandaged, and you can see that there's bits of kind of blood that have seeped into the bandages. Matthias unwraps the arm. Now, my dear friend, you know this is going to hurt. This is not the first time we've done this. Just look me right in the eye and... And he snaps his fingers. And you see the edge of Talvin's arm begin to rupture. And it looks like it's bubbling over. And this bubbling continues to kind of move down. And where everything is bubbling, you can see a new arm being regrown. You can hear Talvin. I know, my friend. I know. I know it's painful. 
regrowing an arm is a lot less painful than regrowing other areas. Trust me. I the harvest. You see what is the most incredible thing to you, Eamon. As you see the flesh, it's you can see bone growing ahead of muscle tissue and sinew that overlaps it, that when is then covered by scales as it kind of continues to push down his arm, you continue... Almost there. Almost there. Hang on, Talvin. Hang on. You'll be able to lie down after. Just hang in there. And you see the wrist form. You see the bulk of the hand form. His fingers and the ends of his sharp nails. There. All better. Talvin moves his hand in and out. (sighs) Yes. Better. Thank you. I'm gonna go lie down now. You do that. He'll be alright, don't worry. Can't have one of my top three missing an arm now, can I? And he sits down where Talvin was sitting. What sorcery is this? Are you? Oh my dear girl, it's magic. I know they teach you magic on Starcroft. I've never I mean, seen anything like this, though. I mean, have the power to, you know, cure some minor diseases or, you know, clean up a few cuts or bruises, but a whole arm. Well, from nothing. I wouldn't say it's from nothing. Think about it this way Talvin is a lizard folk. He inherently has the ability to regrow his appendages. All I did was speed up that process. It's a bit painful when I do, but it's better than not having him able to defend himself. He's a very skilled fighter, you see. Needs both of his punching arms. You look like you might know something about that. What's your name? Boxen. You look like the fighter type. Have the shoulders for it. Let me see those hands. Hold them out for him. Oh, yes. You're so reserved. It's very seldom I meet a fighter that's not very extroverted. I, uh, don't spend a lot of time around people, mostly animals. Hmm. Do you have the gift of Devor de Sigra? A, a Devor. You seem lean in. It smells you. Ah, yes. Skilled fighter with the enhanced features of Devore. Chosen and gifted indeed. But I, I, I get ahead of myself. You all said you need a moment to talk. I will give you a moment to do so. I would love some of Gaz's tea. Gaz, could you please? Right away. Well, what do you guys want to do? Do we go our own ways to Devor and Zekra? Do we stay with these guys? Do we go off on our own? I I don't know if there's good option either way, but they seem to be the safest option we got, and they've given us some answers. Well, 
They're the only ones that have had a chance, to be honest. I don't see that we do have that much of a choice. You've already subverted the purpose that we were intended for by not staying for the part that we were supposed to do in the keep. And now we're here with them and, you know, we've been missing for all this time already. And now they've told us about themselves and that they're the top three of this Evoco organization. I don't know if they would let us leave after knowing that much about them. From across the room, you hear Matthias kind of slurp some tea. Oh, come now, Eamon. I would not do anything so barbaric. If you wanted to leave, you are more than free to do so. Feel free to go and throw yourselves at the mercy of... Ah, Tasikra. Yes, that's right. Go. I'm sure she will welcome you with open arms. I appreciate that you've, you know, done what you've done for us already to keep us together, but the truth of the matter is, is that I don't see much of a choice other than to join you because other than otherwise I, you know, could end up fighting against my friends here and I don't want to do that. And it sounds like we're already going to have to fight some of those that came before if we run into them. But at least for now, we have each other as he looks over the other three that have come with him. I do have a question for you, though. Have you been uh, present at any of the other uh, rituals? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you talking to me? Yeah, since you're obviously listening in our conversation. I'm sorry. It's really hard not to. It's a very small room and I have very good hearing. Well, have you been present at any of the previous uh, selections? In a manner of speaking. What happens when the Chosen come over and are split up? Does it cause a rift between them? Have they ever tried to find another way? He kind of looks at you very coyly for a minute. Looks over at Venra. What you're asking me is if you all will be friends again, if you go the route of Devor and Desigra, the most honest possible answer I can give you is absolutely not. Then I don't know about you guys, but I think this is probably our best option. Venra, Boxen, you guys got anything? Matthias leans back in his chair kind of sitting, you know, propping himself up on the back two legs of the chair and kind of leaning back and looking over at you. This is complete bullshit, but I don't see any other option either. I like the fire. It's a good way to compensate for all the fear. What about it is bullshit, Boxen? Tell me. Our options are go out there and die, probably, split up and have to kill each other, probably, most likely or maybe have a chance with you 
anybody sane is gonna pick the Avoca. Anybody sane? It's an interesting way to put it. Fox, and I'm not sure any of us are sane anymore. Point taken. What about you, dearie? Any questions? You seem to be the quiet one. The quiet ones usually have the most going on inside. Have you recruited any of the other chosen? Or are we the first? Obviously, I've recruited Gaz. I've recruited Talvin. I am actively trying to recruit you. And uh, there are probably some others. There are undoubtedly others. But again, I'm trying to be as respectfully coy as I can. Until I have your commitment, I am not inclined to share with you more about our plans, the size of our organization, who we are, where we might be. Because if for some reason you were to go to Devor and Desigra, you would have secrets of mine. Secrets I really don't want getting out. That would be somewhat of a cause for me to not let you leave, and I would like to maintain your freedom of choice as long as possible. That's understandable. Now, you don't seem to be Devor or Desigra. What are you? You see this really big grin come across his face. His eyes seem to glow, and the room begins to darken to your eyes. What I am is something unique in every sense of the word. I am one of a kind. You won't find any more like me. I am curious. Why does nobody uh, wind up with traits of you? Or wind up on your side by default? Another fantastic question. One that I wouldn't even mind answering if I had an answer to it. I don't know. It's quite an odd thing. I've yet to see anyone come across with traits like myself. You all perceive, as the room is still visibly darker, you begin to feel this energy kind of weigh in on you. Almost like a pillow is being pressed against your body from all sides. I promise you, I would love to have people to have chosen with my traits, to be able to build a family like me, to be able to have children. And then you're gonna immediately feel the energy just completely vanish and the room brightens up a tick. But unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be in the cards for me. Why us? If you've been here this long, you don't, so far, you don't seem to have recruited a lot. Why us? Why choose us to join you? <sighs> I tell you this against my better judgment, as I still stand by the fact that I would rather have you give me your answer and whether or not you'll join me. But I'll give you this little tidbit. As you know, as you observed, things did not go according to planned in the Pontine Keep last night. Things went very differently than they normally go. There was a, there was a line that was crossed, a very defined 
A very defined line. Devore and DeSecra hate each other. Diametrically opposed, you might say. But they don't cross that line. And they did last night. So, what you're saying is that our specific timing is why we're here. Not because of anything different about us. Correct, Eamon. We just happen to be in the right place or the wrong place at the right slash wrong time. That's one way of looking at it. The other way is you are a symptom of subjects beyond your control and you were fortunate to have Talvin there keeping an eye on you. So, for our commitment, do you just need a yes or a no or is there more involved in this? Well, you see... And he removes a peach of piece of parchment from underneath his cloak. Kind of unravels it on the table. Takes out a dagger. Sticks it next to it. I'll just need you to sign away your everlasting loyalty in blood. I'm just kidding. I, I got you all, didn't I? I got you all. Look at you. Look at your faces. <sighs> I would never have you do something so barbaric. I just want an authentic commitment. I want you to look me in my eyes and pledge loyalty to the Evoker. Not me, per se, but the Evoker itself. That will be pledging loyalty to each other, to Gaz, to Talvin, to anyone else that might be in the organization. That's what I require of you. That and that alone. All right, guys. Boxing, you in? I'm in. Benra? I'm in. I'm in. Eamon? I will join. Fabulous. One by one, Matthias walks over to you, and you stare deeply into his vibrant gray eyes. And he takes an oath from each of you, a commitment to the Evoco and to each other. No more, no less. And when he's done, now come now, everyone. Come sit around the table. We're all family now. You see his demeanor change. When he first entered, you can sense this youthful playfulness about him. Looking at him, if you had to guess, he looks no older than any of you. Things you can hear in his voice, the softness of the features on his face, just kind of the swagger that he commands. But he gets a bit more serious. All right. I really am so very happy to have our family growing. To answer your previous questions, yes, there are others. No, I'm not going to tell you who they are. Not because I don't trust you, but because I want to keep their safety just like your identity will be kept from them until it's necessary. If anyone is captured, we cannot afford, in our small numbers, for anyone to give anyone else up. I know you've asked me in roundabout ways. Why? Why create the Evoca? Why go against Devorn de Secra? Very pointedly, because, because I believe that you all deserve another option. 
I don't believe in the mutually assured destruction of Devor and Desigra. I see the pain that it causes on the towns from the northern forests of Bedic to the gloomy tip of Alnvik. It's not right. And I would like for us to figure out what's going on and do whatever we can to influence it for the best of the people of the mainland. That's what I really want. And what's going on now is most disturbing. I believe, based on the actions of the escorts present last night, Yeah, you said it was whose? But Delpho from Devor and Zorinder and Zolta from Desecra, right? She gives him a nod. Those are not small fries in either camp. And the fact that they came ready and willing and even provoked bloodshed means that they were both expecting something. I don't think any of... I don't think either of them really expected you all to make it out alive. If at all. So the main question is, with you all being so precious, why? And why would Delpho take Zorinda? The answer is, I don't know, but I want to find out. I want to find out what they're planning. Because you all aren't the first newer chosen, or even chosen at all, to be affected by this. I've been noticing some reports of strange occurrences. Various chosen either being captured or disappearing. And that's what I would like you to investigate first. I would like for you to go to a town. I Forgive me, you don't know the geography of this land. All right, you're in Pontim, westernmost part of the island. All right? And you're... Ah, give or take in the middle. I know you probably haven't seen it yet, but if you look out beyond the walls of Pontim, you'll see the Harpago Forest. Deep in the Harpago Forest is a village or town of Harpagia. I have an agent there, the blacksmith. Ziegel. He's an interesting chap. I think you'll like him. But you'll need to go through the forest to find him. I don't believe anyone there knows that Ziegel is chosen. And we need to keep it that way. And we need to keep it that way for you as well. We need to conceal the fact that you're chosen, which means you need to suppress your ability to the best of your ability. You're not going to be able to hide the marks easily. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, you all had your mark appear on your neck. Damned if that's not one of the hardest places to hide. And if you get unlucky with your residual effect of your gift, it's going to be real obvious. Not to mention the fact that various creatures, especially creatures in the Harpago Forest, will hunt you if you take on your chosen ability. They can sense you. But as long as we don't use our abilities, then we're... Safe? Safer, yes. It's very difficult for anyone to track you when you have completely suppressed your gift. Meaning when you're in the state that you're in now. There are some that are more advanced that still might be able to find you out, but most cannot. However, if you're in full-on gift mode, or even have the presence of your residual gift still on your person, they will be able to sniff you out. Is there somewhere before that that we can figure out our gifts a little bit more first? I uh, had some trouble controlling mine. 
when Gaz brought Talvin down after he injured himself. I heard, Eamon. You'll be fine. If you lose control, one of your friends can just smack you over the head and knock you out. Avo Boxen. It was a last resort option earlier. You're going to see him smile. Don't be afraid to use it. It's a very, very dangerous place out there. And with Chosen going missing already, we need to understand why. I'm just trying to communicate with you that there are dangers. There are creatures you haven't seen. Normal people are a delicacy to many of the creatures of this island. But to some of the older and more intimidating creatures, you are an absolute delicacy. Your blood contains power. You're, you contain the gift. These beasts are drawn to it, so you need to be careful. I brought you gifts for your trip through the forest that should help to keep you just a little bit safer. You see him reach into his cloak once again, and he lays out four kind of small bundles of plants. They have a dark green stem and a kind of purple, almost like a very small cornstalk type shape to them. And they're bundled tightly in some twine. You'll each want to take one of these. What is it? Going under the guise of gardeners? Boxen or or Venrod, you want to give me a nature check? I have a plus three. Yeah, uh, I'll let you do it. Okay. Yeah, better than I do. I roll a six. Venry, you remember seeing this plant grow somewhere. You remember that it had a pleasant aroma to it? A very calm, smooth aroma. You can't quite put your finger on if it was called something or if you had ever done more with it. It was just something you had seen in the forests. Matthias speaks up. Oh, don't look so stumped. It's just lavender. Have you never heard of lavender? I know they have it on Starcroft. Yeah, we've seen lavender. Oh, the weakness of these beasts that hunt us is this flower. It'll help to mask your scent. See, there are creatures in the Harpago forest that have an aversion to lavender. It'll help to further mask your scent. Also make some nice tea. Does it? Gaz, have you been holding out on me this whole time? I don't know what you mean. Never heard of lavender tea. Do you think it might help more if they ingest it? He just kind of looks at her and goes, <laughs> Gaz, you're funny. Heavens no, it's the smell that keeps them away. Ah, anyway. We're going to need to get you out tonight. While you're in this house, Gaz's magic will be able to protect you. We are currently in the southeast corner of town, which is perfect. We're going to have you navigate to the wall. Gaz will lead you there. You're then going to go up and over. We have a ladder prepared. And then rope for you to get down safely. From there, you're going to need to run across a field of a couple hundred yards to get into the forest. Once in the forest... You shouldn't get any more trouble from pursuers. Most people tend to stick to the path. I don't want you to be afraid, and I'm not going to tell you what's there. I need you to trust me. I need you to wear your lavender. And I need you to make progress. I need you to control your fear. If you can control your fear, you will be okay. But if you transform, that lavender is not going to stop what's going to hunt you. You want to stick to the southern woods, 
or the southernmost part of the woods as you're traveling. The woods themselves extend right up to a cliff face. Over time, that cliff face turns into a gradual slope that leads to a beach. Either way, I highly advise you stay in the forest until you reach Harpagia. There are things Avoid. in the ocean that you do not want to encounter. So avoid the road, avoid the ocean. Avoid everything that isn't the forest. Yep, it's a simple task, really. Look, I know, I know that this is hard. I know I'm asking a lot of you to trust me, but I need you to trust me. What we do, we do for the good of the whole mainland. I'll trust you until you give us a reason not to. And I appreciate that. I will be doing what I can to help you, but I have other duties I need to attend to, and I have other investigations of my own that I need to see to. Let's say we make it through the, this forest. Let's say we make it to Zeagle. How will he know that we're a Voco? Does he know we're coming? Yes. Zeagle knows you're coming. He's not going to make it obvious, but I will make it easier. I'm going to give you this. And you see him kind of reach back behind his cloak again. And he puts a hunk of metal down on the table. What is that? One of Dorthan's armor. <laughs> That's messed up. Dorothy's armor. They didn't smelt it down that fast. <laughs> this, isn't the first, this isn't the first batch that Try they've it. sent through. Still warm. Sure. Still warm. <laughs> Savage. Dorothy, do you want to do a? Uh, do you want to do a nature check to see if you can figure out what it is? Sure. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> that would be a one, sir. Yeah, Dorthan, unfortunately, you, you see this metal and it, it doesn't appear to be anything that you've encountered before. It's it's a, a very dark metal that has kind of bright blue flecks all without throughout it. This is a very rare metal, and I have Siegel working on something for me. I need you to take it to him. That will be your in. Uh, so, if we're not supposed to be chosen, like, what what sort of things do other people do here? All I've, all I've heard is that there's a bunch of fighting. I'm assuming no, that people still farm and stuff here, or...? Yes, of course. There's all manner of occupations. For every house or town or village that you had in Starcraft, there is at least an equivalent skill here on the mainland, as you would imagine. You know, having chosen coming from each of these backgrounds are going to bring those different types of things only to be cultivated further by the various uh, kind of cultures of both Devor and Desecra and disseminated throughout the towns and villages, but also honed, expanded, improved upon with right. time and age. So the only places that we know are on Starcraft. Um, where should we say that we're from? You'll say that you are merchants coming from Pontine, delivering a special delivery of metal to Ziegel. 
You see, Hapagia is its kind of an extension of Pontine, if you will. It was created for the sole purpose of really harvesting Hapago wood, which is extremely strong. It takes a special kind of person to be even be able to make a dent in a Hapago tree. That said, there's routinely shipments of wood back to Pontim. It is not unusual for there to be wandering travelers, traders, or coming from other places throughout the island. But again, best not overthink it. You're here from Pontim, delivering a order of metal for Ziegel. You'll need accommodations. Speaking of which, and he takes out another little pouch and puts it on the table. This should be enough to get you started. Enough what? Money. I know it's a foreign concept to you, but you're going to need some. How do we use it? It's a fairly simple prospect, actually. Most things that you are going to want to buy are going to have a price associated with them, and you'll be told the price you'll need to come up with the appropriate payment. Here, I've given you a scroll to break down the nitty-gritty. In this bag, you'll find 50 gold pieces. That is no small sum. But it will disappear quickly if you're frivolous. Use it wisely. How are we able to get more if we need more? Well, a couple ways. You complete jobs for me, and I'll give you more money. You complete jobs around towns that you find, you can earn money. It'll be good for you to get some experience by doing these things, so feel free. If you're out and about and you see an opportunity that you would like to take, take it. Nothing wrong with that. We'll obviously uh, learn this fairly quickly or we'll have no money left, but is there anything that you suggest we use this for before we head out? No. You're not going to want to be seen. Hence why we're going to be leaving under cover of night. No one must know your faces from Pontine. Alright then. Now, I do apologize, but I need to be on my way. It was quite lovely meeting all of you. Gaz, make sure you bring some more of that uh, tea to Talvin. I think he's going to need a little extra juice to make up for all that energy I used repairing his arm. But I have faith and trust in you, Gaz. You take it from here. Until we meet again. And you see Matthias stand up, walks over just away from you. You see the room begin to get dark again. It blacks out your vision. And you feel that same oppressive feeling where you can just feel like pressure coming at your body from all sides. And then in an instant, it's gone. Light comes back, and Matthias is gone. Hello, Matthias here. <laughs> I know I didn't chat away that easily, but thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maledictum. If you enjoyed the show, please help us out, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you're listening. And if you would like more Maledictum content, or you'd like to join me and become one of the Evoco, please consider joining us on Patreon, where you can get early access to episodes as well as behind-the-scenes content. Speaking of which, Mimi, you're amazing. And you are chosen. And I'm so happy to have you as a member of our Evoco. Awesome people like you make all this possible. Love your faces, everyone. See you next time.